0: Welcome to another episode of Quarter for the Payphone. For those of you who don't know what a payphone is, f*** you. No, I'm kidding.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: I'll censor that. I'm your host, <laughs> Manny. With me, I have Jess.
1: Hey, I won't start off with a swear.
0: Sorry. Hey, Jess, how's it going?
1: <laughs> Great. How are are you doing? Oh, I'm
0: very tired. We talked about this earlier. I think I have a thyroid issue or sleep apnea, one of the two.
1: Um, I have been going on a lot of hikes. Right, I told Mm -hmm. you that I went on a great hike today. So I would now like to be referred to as trail dress. Trail um, dress. Do you want us to do the intro? Just keep that in mind. No, it's okay. Just like in the future. Um. Um. but so, you're uh, more
0: you're great. I'm gonna call you okay, I'll call you trail Jess, that's fine.
1: what, what was your suggestion?
0: Well I don't know yet. We'll we'll figure it out. Okay. Okay. I... Yeah. Um I know we talked about it briefly. Everybody's talking about it right now, but Sonic.
1: <laughs> I was like, which, Sonic, which thing is our hedgehog. Yeah. Killer.
0: Um I am not complaining about his look. It's fine to me. That's
1: I didn't even know that that was a controversy until you Yeah, told that,
0: until, yeah, today. Um, it just doesn't look good.
1: No, it really doesn't.
0: And you watched it with the sound off, the trailer with the sound
1: off. I did. Yeah. Yes.
0: I, yeah. What is
1: it about? What Sonic is the plot?
0: Sonic comes to our world. Okay. Which, uh, whatever. Sonic comes to our world to save us. But, like, Jim Carrey's also playing Dr. Robotnik. okay. Um and they're trying he worked for the military and they're trying to capture Sonic because he's has like these Sonic booms that happen when he runs really fast. It creates like an EMP sort of thing. Okay. Uh anyway, it doesn't look that great, but I don't have any problems with Sonic. Like
1: no, he looks fine. Who does the voice of Sonic?
0: I don't know. But I know <laughs> that uh there was um images for like a concept for the movie uh, leaked a few years ago and Chris Pratt was in the image. Mm. They, I think they had like they wanted Chris Pratt to play uh, the police officer in the movie. Oh. But uh, so I have to talk down now <laughs> Just not, for for this for, for me to sound great into the microphone. I have to like talk down into the microphone. So it's weird. I can't even like look at Jess. I feel like I'm in trouble recording right now. Also
1: because I'm sitting up higher than you are.
0: Yeah, that is true. Yeah. This is really weird. Okay, I'm not making eye contact.
1: (laughs) It probably doesn't help that I'm just glaring at you.
0: No, but I just have my hand over my head. I'm so tired.
1: (laughs) You're going to make it, buddy. It's okay. okay. We got
0: this. Um, But for trailers, uh, I give it like a two, two, two out of 20.
1: I don't know if I've ever heard you rate a trailer.
0: This is a first. Not only for the podcast, but within our friendship. Yeah. Um, I also, and I won't talk about, like, spoilers, I also watch Endgame.
1: Oh, brother.
0: Uh, I'm I'm almost there. I, I told you earlier, like, today, there's, like, a few more movies I want to finish with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but I think I'm done for a while. Like, I don't... It, this was huge. This was, like, 11 years
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: of movies. That's
1: a good point. Yeah, that's a lot of your life. Yeah. Spent.
0: Yeah. Watching these movies over yeah. and over again, but... I'm I'm done until – well, I'll finish up a few more and then I'll wait till that Batman trilogy comes out series and then I'm done with comic book movies for a while.
1: Whoa, just all comic book movies?
0: Well, not The Joker. We said I could yeah, watch The Joker. Yeah, that looks good. Anything that – We
1: said I could watch The Joker. We agreed.
0: I'm down for comic book movies that like
1: – Are different Different, maybe? yeah. Okay.
0: Like if there's a comic property that has – you know, that's just based on some weird – girl who comes from another dimension, who, you know, looks like Meryl Streep and his best friends with Anne Hathaway, and they want to make, like, the Devil Wears product YouTube spoofs, like, I'll be down to watch that, but <sighs> I'm so tired.
1: I'm down to watch that, too, <laughs> so, uh, or, like, when Mystery Men 2 comes out, oh, I'll be <laughs> I'll, we'll, ready for that.
0: It'll just be you and me in was, life.
1: <laughs> oh, I was going to say, it might just be you and me making it, but... Yeah. It's gonna be good. Like,
0: trust me, we know how to make a movie.
1: We've seen tons.
0: Ben Sillo really left on the first day. <laughs> I told him I could do an impression of him and,
1: and And that was it. That was it. He did not appreciate it.
0: So hi, I'm the new Mr. Angry Man. It's Mr. <laughs> Furious.
1: Dang it. So close. So
0: close. Uh we have a good topic for today.
1: Yeah, buddy. Did, did
0: you dive into like did you go back and watch your movie?
1: Yes, I watched it this morning. Yes.
0: Where did you? I couldn't find it.
1: I had to, I just found it on YouTube in four installments.
0: <laughs> how? I was looking for it on YouTube, but it was like little. Oh. Like it was like on a little screen on YouTube.
1: You're, uh, um, I don't know. Someone had just uploaded the movie. Oh. That, not the movie that you're doing.
0: No, no, no. Okay. I just wanted to watch the movie you're doing.
1: Wait, how do you know what movie I'm doing?
0: Wait a minute. I thought we discuss. I thought you're.
1: Did we? Because I didn't do. I think I just came out of left field with this one.
0: Oh, so no. Okay.
1: What did I say I was doing?
0: I thought you were doing Spice World.
1: I thought you were doing Spice World. No,
0: we could talk about Spice World. (laughs) Neither
1: of us is doing Spice World. No,
0: I did watch a few clips from it, and like.
1: I legitimately thought you were because that was the reason why we were doing this whole topic. No, 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 sorry. What a classic blunder.
0: It's like that one time we showed up to like Mickey's party wearing the same shirt and I, socks.
1: Yeah, I know totally. Yeah.
0: And they made us battle to the death.
1: Yeah. But, but then we decided to just be friends instead and create a podcast.
0: Yeah. But like for some reason your tires were flat. That was weird.
1: That was so that was weird. weird.
0: Anyway. Um okay, well, let's Hey, this podcast is so like it's always a surprise for us. <laughs> I think one of the reasons is like Okay, I'm just throwing this out there. I think you and I have such crazy schedules, it's hard to sync up most of the time. Yes. Like, back, like two years ago, boom, we were always in communique. That was it. But <laughs> yes, we're growing up, Jess.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's no, true. No, it's hard.
0: Like, it's really hard. And somebody's iPhone doesn't work all the time. Yeah, yeah.
1: totally. That's really what happens. I'm um, more than
0: happy to donate to, like, your iPhone
1: I just need to take it in, I think, and be like, hey, why doesn't, why don't I get alerts that I have phone calls? Because almost every day I will suddenly have three phone calls. And it's usually telemarketers, so Mm -hmm. it's fine. But (laughs) I realized that made it seem like I was really important. It's not. It's usually just a scam. But yeah, it's really weird.
0: And that's the damper with our communication right now, because I'm better on the phone than texting mm. like I don't like texting at all so oh, yeah so, but the only way to get a hold of you is texting
1: yeah I kind so. of prefer that not just for you just in general
0: like you prefer texting or... yeah I don't
1: like speaking on the phone
0: when it comes to me that
1: way, uh, no that we're we're buds that's fine oh, but okay. I'm just saying like in general okay, I well, enjoy texting I'll
0: practice my texting <sighs> okay so last week we talked we we mentioned this topic this last yes because it last was week, a series ago. yeah yeah yeah, so we're doing uh, real bands featured in movies, which I came across a few interesting movies. There's three that I'm going to talk about. I'm a little biased on it, but I'm really interested. You just did one, right? Mm-hmm. I'll talk about a few, and I'll kind of rate them. But, uh, Jess, what is your movie that you're talking about? Besides Spice World. <laughs>
1: Okay, well, like you said, I'm only going to do one movie, but I'm going to do it good. Okay. Which is a quote from the movie that I'm doing. All right. So, um, I am discussing The Last Waltz, which technically is a documentary, but it was filmed like a movie. So, I feel like it still counts.
0: Yeah, I almost brought that up in the list of movies Uh I wanted to talk about, but I wasn't sure if I should include it because of what you just said yeah but uh, i went you, rogue i went rogue on I, this I yeah a great director by the way yes um but i won't take that from you
1: also so far anyone i've talked to about this it has no idea who the band is and so i was like oh yeah i'm gonna talk about the last waltz it's so cool and people are just like what what yeah. do you mean
0: i saw so. the last waltz it didn't come out but i saw it in high school it didn't come out when yeah i was in high school um I remember enjoying it. I couldn't tell you a thing from it to be honest with you though.
1: I had to rewatch it obviously. Um so it is about the band. Um and it's kind of cool because the opening is says this film should be played loud, which is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a document. it was advertised as the final concert for the band in 1976. Mm-hmm turns out that's not what happened. But uh it was a farewell concert. So they it was filmed by Martin Scorsese.
0: Mm.
1: Scorsese? Scorsese? Yeah. Scorsese? Scorsese. I yeah. said it's strange.
0: Can I go back to that opening though? Yeah. Like that'd be every like every movie should start that way.
1: This movie should, <laughs> should be played, be played loud.
0: loud. Even Barney's Great Adventure should start <laughs> that way.
1: I thought you were going to say like Bernie weekend at Bernies. <laughs> Which should definitely also be played loud.
0: Yeah, and that movie with uh, John Cusack where he's just holding... Say anything. Yeah. But at that moment, there should Mm. just be something that flashes across the Mm -hmm. screen that says...
1: Volume up. This
0: scene should be played loud. (laughs) Loud. Turn up your DVD players even though it's in the 80s. What's a DVD player? (laughs)
1: Yeah. 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 Um. So, it includes concert footage or of the entire concert, I guess. Not the entire. I'm sorry. They cut some things. It includes parts of the concert, (laughs) shots of studio recordings, and interviews with band members. And the concert was crazy and involved guest performances by Muddy Waters, Mm -hmm. Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, Van Morrison, (laughs) Neil Diamond, Eric Clapton. Segments were then filmed on a soundstage later, including Emmylou Harris and the Staple Sisters.
0: I remember the Joni Mitchell
1: Mm-hmm. She sang that like song about the fox.
0: Yeah. I, I just remember that, now that you say that, but I don't remember anything else. So
1: the studio shot with the Staple Sisters is when they're singing The Weight. Okay. Um, and it's oh, it's so good.
0: It's a good soundtrack. We used to play it. Yeah. Um, I used to work at a CD store. We used to play that all the time. Mm-hmm, yeah.
1: mm-hmm. So the idea for a farewell concert came about early in 1976 after... Richard Manuel, who's the pian- pianist slash lead singer, was seriously injured in a boating accident. Robbie Robertson, who was the lead guitarist and the main songwriter, started thinking of leaving the road because they had been touring for 16 straight years. Um, and he kind of had this vision of them becoming studio only, similar to the Beatles' decision to, play, to stop playing live shows in 66. The other band members didn't agree, but the show was set anyway at the Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco, where the band had debuted in 69. And originally, they would perform alone, but invited Ronnie Hawkins and Bob Dylan, and from there, the guest list grew. Jeez. So, the concert was super elaborate. It started at 5 o'clock for an audience of 5,000, and they were first served turkey dinners, then there was ballroom dancing and famous poets reading lines. And then the band started at nine o'clock, then guest performances. And apparently Neil Diamond was a controversial choice because he really didn't actually have any tie to any musical tie to the band. No. Except I- Robertson had, I guess, helped produce Uh, an album for him but other than that there was no point I
0: actually heard that he was controversial because he was selling that crackling Rosie so
1: (laughs) interesting you say that though because I do talk about the drug use very briefly in this report (laughs) (laughs) Um, but also supposedly there's this rumor that Diamond when he walked off the stage oh also he's the one that said I'm only going to play one song but I'm going to do it good
0: Gotcha.
1: Yeah. Um, But when he walked off the stage, he said to Bob Dylan, Top that. To which Dylan replied, What did (laughs) do? Exactly. (laughs) To which he replied, What am I supposed to do? Go on stage and fall asleep. And that's the tea, sis. So, also, (laughs) I regret saying what I just said so much. (laughs)
0: You had that look in your eye, like, what right? did I like, do? oh.
1: Yeah. Um, but also, apparently, this didn't make it into the movie, but the concert included two jam sessions. Jam number one had the band playing with Neil Young, Ronnie Wood, and Eric Clapton on guitar. No big deal, it's Not fine. Not at all. <laughs> Dr. John on piano, Paul Butterfield on harmonica, and Ringo Starr on drums.
0: Jeez. Do you think okay, you, well, I you can't even compare, but they're two great um the band and this band, uh the traveling Wilburys. Do you know who they are?
1: We've talked about them before but I
0: Great don't music, remember. but it's George Harrison, Roy Oberson, Tom Petty, Jeff Lynn yes. and Bob Dylan. Yes. Yeah. Yes is yes. I wonder if this was like
1: like the precursor? Yeah. To that band. But, I don't know. Here's the thing. Ugh. I just can't even imagine being so talented and at that, in that time period Mm -hmm. of just being like, you know that they all knew each other professionally and then it was just like, no big deal. We're just going to jam together and see what happens. Like, it's so nuts to me to even be able to.
0: That's one of the things. When was that? It was 78, that film? 76. 76. That's one of the films or one of the things the 70s got right was the music just, well, well, not well not all of the music, but just that attitude of coming together and just like turning out something great.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah,
0: I'll talk about a movie that didn't work out that way, but
1: okay okay um, so then um, okay, so those were omitted. The concert finally ended after the encore of Don't Do It at 2:15 a.m. So, 5 p.m. to, let's say, 2.30. Oh, great. Could you imagine... Well, first of all, though, yes, that's such a long show, but also, like, you're... You feel like you're being a part of history, basically.
0: True, but how many people there...
1: Felt that way? They were probably all on drugs, too, though. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, yeah, how... They were probably really filming the music.
1: Yeah. Um, Okay, so filming. Cameras were operated by several famous cinematographers... Stage and Lighting uh, were was designed by Boris Levins, who did the stage production for the film's West Side Story and The Sound of Music. Okay. John Simon, who ran the rehearsals, would give Scorsese details about each song so he could storyboard them, setting up lighting and camera cues to fit the lyrics. So this is kind of where that It Was Still Filmed Like a Movie comes gotcha. in. Uh, Because of the loud music and long filming time, they constantly had camera malfunctions and film reloads. Many songs couldn't be recorded because of this, and at one point, all cameras but one were shut down for reloads as Muddy Waters performed Manish Boy. The one camera that was rolling was because the cinematographer had taken off his headset earlier in the concert because he was tired of hearing Scorsese's instructions. (laughs) So he just happened to get this amazing, iconic performance because he was so sick of Scorsese. So he's like, "Shut up!" Um, great sign of the times. Scorsese said during this time he was using cocaine heavily. <laughs> um,
0: Wait a minute, what? Uh huh.
1: What <laughs> during or yeah, during the concert there were. A lo- there were large quantities of drugs present, and a smudge of cocaine on Neil Young's nose was taken out in post.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute, with CGI or? I
1: don't know. Well, it says sorry, not taken out, obscured. So they did something. They probably, obviously put... not CGI. I know, it was, the it was 70s. a joke. But... Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. They probably just put Idiot. vaseline. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> they
0: probably just like d- you know put like, like some vaseline on the lens, just uh-huh. be like stand right there. <laughs>
1: Don't move.
0: Get some petroleum jelly.
1: <laughs> um, so the film has been herald- heralded as the greatest concert film and possibly rock film, period. However, Levin Helm, who was the drummer for the band, has said he feels they were portrayed as Robertson's side men. Robertson produced the film mm. and was also f- friends of Scorsese's. Um, and supposedly though Robertson had been depicted singing powerful backing vocals during the concert, he was actually singing into a microphone that had been unplugged. There so, you go. Yeah. Boom, Boom. The end. Now we have the last waltz. Yeah. Ugh, so good. So Until good. they
0: remake it with Kanye. You. <laughs> <Ew. laughs> the last, the last cheddar. <laughs> oh, thanks Jess. Thank you for that. Um, we still will talk about Spice World because I'm like. <laughs> Thank gonna, you for that. Gonna go, we're gonna go back and forth here um, with Spice World because I did watch clips from it. I do remember watching that movie like from beginning to end, younger, and then going back and watching clips because from beginning to end, younger, I was like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's... But watching certain moments, I was like, that's funny.
1: I think there. Are, I think now there are pop culture references that. We wouldn't have understood when it first came out.
0: Well, there was a scene I was watching where they're like impersonating themselves.
1: Okay. Like
0: uh Scary Spice is imitating Oh yeah, on yeah. the
1: on the photo shoot. Yeah. During the shoot. That shows.
0: was funny. I was like oh yeah, go power blah blah blah. I was mm-hmm. like, that's hilarious, but mm-hmm. I'll get back to it. Let me dive into this movie. So like I said, I'm a little biased when it comes to uh music. <laughs> the Beatles, but I was <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about uh, three other films and other films real quick, um, not going into plot and everything, just kind of breaking <laughs> it down. You gave me a look like I'm going to kill three you. Three
1: film is that all you're talking about? Though is the Beatles?
0: No, no, I'm going to talk about other films. I'm just going to talk about okay. these Beatles films. That's why I
1: football. made the face because I was like three Beatles films plus your other movies.
0: No, no, no. I'm just going to kind of go over it's fine. these. You know, you do you. Thank you.
1: You're going to do such a good job. You're doing great, sweetie. Go ahead.
0: It's the fourth time I heard that <laughs> today. Um okay, so A Hard Day's Night. We'll talk about that.
1: I watched days. that today too. Uh,
0: did you like Is that your first time seeing it or have you seen it, it, is. it before?
1: Yeah, it is it was my first time. What did you think of it? So funny, so great.
0: I think it's I think it holds up still. Yeah. Like uh the plot of the story is the Beatles or the movie that the story is that the Beatles have to go play a show while keeping track of Paul's grandfather who's always getting into mischief trying to I guess, profit off the Beatles. Yes. Yeah. And so uh, it has really great moments in that movie. I like the guy who plays their manager
1: mm-hmm.
0: into it. As a kid, I used to watch, a, there was a special on USA called A Very Beetle Christmas. <laughs> and it only played, though, A Hard Day's Night and Help. It didn't play like the yellow submarine. It would just play those two movies back and forth,
1: mm. which was weird. Well, that, I mean, that kind of makes sense. Because, well, first of all, I don't understand why it's a Christmas thing.
0: It was the 90s.
1: But <laughs> um, but Yellow Submarine was so, like, crazy. Yeah. And then what was the other one? That... The,
0: so the Beatles did A Hardy's Night Help, Yellow Submarine, A Magical Mystery Tour, and Let It Be. Let It Be is more of a documentary.
1: Yes. Magical Mystery Tour was also... Kind of insane. Yeah. Like needed to be on drugs, I hear to see that one annual summary. I watched
0: it once and I couldn't tell you what it's about, but um a Hard Day's Night is very you understand that story from beginning to yeah. end. But it's I think it's shot really well. It has some great shots, very funny moments. There's a part where John, if you ever catch it, where they're in their train, they all get a soda and John has coke in his hand and he's acting like he's sniffing coke.
1: Oh I didn't notice. Yeah,
0: it's in the background. Whoa,
1: John. Yeah.
0: And uh, very, very funny movie. Like I said, I don't want to spend too much on it because... And and the plot is... That's it. That's the plot right there. They're just trying to play a show, Mm -hmm. and they're getting into Beatles shenanigans, and every 10 minutes, there's a Beatles song. Apparently, they wrote, like... I I don't want to get this wrong. Somebody told me this. I think they wrote the music for A Hard Day's Night uh, in six weeks, or maybe less than that. But one of my friends who was telling me this story, like 10... Fifteen years ago, was saying that he felt that they should have been nominated for an Academy Award for best
1: mm.
0: m- music at the time, at least a nod. Uh, second Beatles movie, which I liked as a kid more than A Hard Day's Night, but now my, mm-hmm.
1: you know,
0: my taste has changed just because it was in color. Was Help? Okay, Help was more of a slapstick movie, mm-hmm. but it was about, uh, um, one of the Beatles fans uh, sends Ringo this ring. And it turns out she was to be sacrificed wearing the ring. And so there's like this Eastern cult trying to kill Ringo and they're trying to escape this cult while playing Beatles songs throughout the movie. Uh, It's very similar to A Hard Day's Night, just minus the the grandfather.
1: (laughs) What? Okay. So what songs came from? Help. Other than help, obviously. um, uh,
0: Let's see. Ticket to Ride. Uh, That's uh, ticket to ride. Uh, You're going to lose that girl. Um, it's not on the soundtrack, but She's a Woman is played Mm. in the background at one point. Uh, what else is... Another Girl. Mm. Gosh, yeah. I want to go watch Help now. It's really expensive on Blu-ray, so... Oh. And Hulu used to have a Hard Day's Night.
1: Uh Uh-huh. All
0: the time, and I used to watch it a few years ago. I used to just play it. I had
1: to rent it on... Through Amazon Prime to watch it today.
0: Yeah, I bet that's...
1: Oh, Oh, something to say, too, though, about Hard Day's Night is that was the... Um, inspiration I guess for the monkeys television show
0: um speaking of uh, I'll get back to a hard day's night we ha- that comes up in another movie but I do want to say uh that was directed by Richard Lester mm-hmm. who also he directed other films but Richard Lester this is this is so weird talking about this but he okay I'm getting into a little movie trivia for you but you're not gonna okay. care but some of our listeners could. Um, (laughs) Oh, wait,
1: I'm not going to care about the information you're giving?
0: Yeah, because it's superhero related. Oh, okay. Right, don't care. So the Christopher Reeves (laughs) Superman movies, uh, Richard Donner was directing the first Superman and the second one back-to-back. And he had a disagreement with uh, the producers and left the project. So Richard Lester was brought on. Mm. And you can tell watching Superman 2 what he shot versus Donner because there are some weird, wacky moments in that movie. Gotcha. And then he directed Superman 3 with Richard Pryor which it's just like a comedy. Okay. Huh. Not the man for the job. I think he also directed Help. I could be wrong. But uh, going back to like A Hard Day's Night this other movie I want to talk about. Oh and The Yellow Submarine's great. Watch it. Don't watch it on drugs. Uh,
1: Aren't you supposed to? Isn't that the purpose?
0: I watched it when I was (laughs) Ted.
1: Yeah but you still had that that purity that pure of heart What are you trying
0: to say, Jess?
1: Imagination. You had imagination. What are you trying to say, Jess? I
0: don't have we're, imagination.
1: I think we've already discussed so that, that we're grown-ups now, yeah. so So, talking about the next movie, um,
0: <laughs> I ran into this film by mistake and I thought it was great. Uh just I I've never I think I've heard it spoofed before on Family Guy. I just didn't know it existed, but it was Kiss Meets the Phantom at the Park. <laughs> And it was a made-for-TV movie because at the time KISS was... I think it was uh, 1978 it came out. And around that time KISS was just huge. Personally, I've never gotten into KISS. Like, I just could never get into their music. But that's just me. I'm not knocking them. But this like ma- made-for-TV movie had a budget of 2 to $3 million in 1978. What? Yeah. Uh, it was considered a disaster... Um, it was presented to kiss as a hard day's night meets star Wars because that's what was big at the time was star Wars. Uh, the writers meeting kiss, uh, didn't have much to go on was trying to like really capture kiss. And so who, what member is it? I think it was, maybe it was Peter Chris. Um, wasn't Peter Chris. I think it was Peter Chris. Um, every time the Riders were around, he would reply, Ark! he would make that noise. <laughs> so in the movie, that was just his dialogue. He would just say that. So the plot of the, 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 the movie for uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom at the Park is Kiss is playing a show at Magic Mountain, like Six Flags. Okay. And this animatronic inventor, this guy who makes animatronics, gets jealous of Kiss and decides to make robots to like terrorize them and robots of KISS to like sabotage their show and KISS has superpowers. The band members have superpowers and tried to stop this guy. This... <laughs> it was, it's just a mess. Yeah. <laughs> I watched a little bit of it um, and it was pretty bad, but even uh, Gene Simmons, when his dialogue was cause he was the demon to his character, uh, his voice was had like special effects added and growls to it. So you never really heard his voice. Uh, One of the members was dubbed by a cartoon character voice actor. Like, so you couldn't even, they didn't even use his real voice. The movie was produced by Hanna-Barbera.
1: Oh, no. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's not good. And apparently um, Kiss hated it so much that for years you couldn't talk about the film in front of them like they would like freak out like if you were friends Ugh. of kiss or involved with kiss you could not mention that movie or like in interviews or anything yeah, obviously you could not bring it up yikes yeah but kiss oh, meets man with the park another movie i sent the trailer to you but you said you didn't get to watch it with sound
1: no i watched that one
0: um going back this one's terrible though because i watched this one with my dad and i made a really mean joke About this movie towards my dad. And I think I like, that was the first time I really hurt my dad's feelings by making this joke. But I want to talk about Sgt. Pepper, Lonely Hearts Club Band, Mm -hmm. starring Peter Frampton and the Bee Gees. Mm -hmm. Don't like this movie. The movie (laughs) flopped, by the way. Um, Going back to my comment, that's one thing the 70s did right. This is one thing the 70s did wrong. wrong. It's just not a good idea. But the plot of the story is Peter Frampton uh, plays Billy Shears. You know who's referenced in Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band, mm-hmm. uh, and he's friends with the Hendersons, mm-hmm. who are the Bee Gees. This is all Beatle reference, Kay. stuff. And uh, they they start a band, and Pep, uh, Heartland is the name of the town they live in. Oh, uh, uh. Heartland! And their instruments get stolen by Mean Mr. Mustard, who's also. <laughs> Uh he has orders by uh this villain or by this thing called the F V B um to steal their music, which the F V B stands for Future Villain Band, which is played by Aerosmith. Of course. Uh you have Alice Cooper in the film. Uh George Carlin. Not George Carlin, uh Steve Martin. Steve Martin, but who's the other oh. guy? Milton
1: Milton burl Yeah, I think Mil- in it? hold
0: on, let me see here. I have the cast pulled up because he's, like, the narrator. George Bour- Bur- George, George Burns. Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's see here. Earth, Wind, and Fire are in this movie singing God knows what because I forgot, but I remember.
1: But that's what it is, right? Like, they just, all are doing covers of, of Beatles Beatles songs. music,
0: which this movie came out in 1978. Mm-hmm. So, what, did the Beatles break up in 71? Or is it 70? I don't know. Oh, I should know this because I'm a big Beatles fan. Maybe it was 68. I thought it was... Maybe it was 70. Anyway, so if it was 70, it's eight years later. Like, mm. I mean, the Beatles were huge, yeah, but... Yeah, it,
1: it wasn't like, it's not hey, years later. it's time to, like, remember that band. Yeah, it would make more sense ma- not... Well, I didn't say it would make sense now, but I guess that's kind of, like, what Across the Universe was. Yeah,
0: which... I'm fine with. Except I still love wasn't, across. It, the it wasn't
1: bands doing covers. It was just a new take on take on it. Yeah.
0: But I remember my dad. Oh, I feel so bad to this day making this joke. But he was talking about how he was in the theater watching this movie when he was young, and I was like, "I bet you were the only one there."
1: Oh and no. And he was just like, thanks,
0: son." But I'm like, oh, I'm just throwing you some meanness, dad. No, I just, I'm
1: just messing with you, dad. Just, I'm just
0: messing with you, dad. Don't you still own Capicoons? (laughs) No, but I've watched the movie once from beginning to end. I will never go back to it. Like, it's just terrible. What did you think of the preview when I sent it to you? Honestly. I
1: seriously just kept thinking, wait, what is this? What's going on? Oh, this is a movie. However, Steven Tyler looks exactly the same. Yeah. So then I was just thinking, wait, is was this a more recent movie? But then uh, the Bee Gees are in, yeah, so obviously uh, not. But no, and, and George Burns, which yeah, has been who's not st- been alive for a while.
0: Steve Martin still looks the same, which he plays. Uh, he sings Maxwell's Silver Hammer in the in the movie. Like pretty much anybody featured in the movie sings in the movie,
1: mm-hmm. which is like that's co- a cool concept on its own. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know how you would make a storyline work for that, really. I'm
0: just, just putting 70, the 70s vibe to Beatles music, though, like, yeah, it doesn't, I'm all for, like, reinterpretations and things like that, but mm-hmm. I really feel like this soundtrack does not work. Mm-hmm. Anywho, that's uh, Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. If you're bored, watch it. Um, heck, like, if you're drinking, watch it. It might change your life you to not, not drink and drive. Uh, one more movie that I want... Well, two more movies that can, are kind of similar that I want to talk about. I a question
1: about Beatles, a, a Beatle movie?
0: What about the Beatle movie?
1: So I haven't seen it, but I've heard that Let It Be is kind of awkward because you can really just start to see cracks.
0: I won't watch it. In the band? I heard it's like really depressing. Mm. And it's fighting. From what I heard, it's yeah. just them fighting. Yeah.
1: And they breaking argue, up. They argue because someone gives... <clears throat> sorry, someone is like kind of giving notes to one. of I don't, I don't remember one of the Beatles people is members is trying to give notes to another one uh-huh. and he, the other one doesn't take it well. And so they fight about that and he's just like, sorry, I'm not trying to, you know, and then Yoko Ono is like very present and she mm-hmm. and John like dance in the studio during recording and stuff, and it's very strange, and I've just heard it's really awkward.
0: Yeah, I heard it's just... I won't watch it, because I don't like to think of the Beatles that way. Yeah. But, I mean, I've watched... The Have you... If Do you remember when the Beatles anthology came out on ABC? No. It's a really good documentary. And they used to go A Beatles C, like on oh, ABC. No. Yeah, it was, but it's, as a kid, I would watch it, get excited, but also, like, towards the end, it was kind of depressing. So I don't want to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's
1: sad to see what uh, became of them.
0: Yeah, there's rumor. Well, this, I read this, like, in maybe around 2010, that Paul McCartney was playing around for a while, that there is a Beatles recording. That nobody's heard before mm. and that he's been trying to clean it up, that he owns the rights to and just release it. But it's still that was like, what, almost 10 years ago
1: that he mm. was planning on doing this and
0: it still is now. I think it's called Carnival of Light. He said it's just a weird thing Beatles did. And then the, there's another song on the Beatles anthology. They released two. Are you familiar with the Beatles anthology? Like what they no. did? So it's just a really in depth, in depth. I can't even talk a documentary about them going from beginning to end. But um, the first two nights with the anthology, they released a new Beatles song. Like in 1995, um, Yoko gave the Beatles a few of John's recordings and they kind of reworked it and released it as a Beatles song. Hmm. And Jeff Lynn um, helped him out with that, who was in the Traveling Wilburys and ELO. And so the first song was Free as a Bird. Awesome music video, by the way, a lot of Beatle references. And it's uh, the other one was real love, and for the third one, these were all released on like um, each anthology had a like a two disc set. So on the third, on the third disc set came out, it didn't have a song on there, but apparently it was supposed to, but they just couldn't figure out how to mm. like work it and like I think George didn't feel right about it, and he just couldn't figure it out, so they just left it. But um, Paul has said like he's been thinking about taking some of George's old tracks and putting it into the song and releasing it as a Beatles song. I'm like, just do it. Right. Just do it. I'm down for one, two more Beatles songs.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, where were we going with this? Sorry. No, experience. I was just
1: asking about let it be, but let it be. Sorry. that was it. Yeah.
0: Um, two movies that are kind of similar, um, but came out years apart, purple rain and, uh, <laughs> eight mile. Oh, um, not that they're sequels or anything, but it's yeah. kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Story. Why are you laughing about *Propoirine*?
1: I just. Are you a big fan of *Propoirine*? Yeah.
0: Um, I've seen it a couple times. I'm not like a huge fan, but I... Okay. I, I. Actually, Prince is good in that. That is a good movie.
1: I just feel like it. It comes up a lot in our friendship.
0: That's not. So that's why I was wondering. That's not true, <laughs> Justin. Uh. Purple Rain, yeah, the uh, and eight mile are very similar as far as the story about somebody coming up.
1: I haven't seen either of those movies. you have never seen
0: Eight Mile. It,
1: nope. Well, Sorry.
0: I know what I'm doing in two weeks. Going shopping. <laughs> no, we should probably What? <laughs> I was saying like
1: Is that a reference to the movie?
0: No, I was just saying I was going shopping. Like oh. I'm not gonna watch eight mile again. But
1: why uh, two wait, why two weeks? Oh, because that's when we'll be recording again. Yeah, and Uh-oh. yeah,
0: okay. I'm really busy. Gotcha. Um, sorry. No, no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> Purple Rain. I watched like a TV version of it when I was a kid, and I thought it was like going to be a horror movie. So I was like always waiting for something scary to happen for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be like, oh, it's, something scary's going to happen.
1: Is the like, music? Ominous. No, or... not at all. I just. just sometimes like, my dad would Purple put on Rain. a movie,
0: on t- like a TV movie. Yeah. And I would say 90% of the time it was a freaking scary movie. So when Purple Rain came on, I was just like wincing. I was waiting for like
1: yeah, okay. a guitar
0: to like there burst was no out trust. of Prince's chest or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it never happened. Uh, but the story is just about an upcoming. Both movies are pretty much about like an upcoming musician like hmm. going to the top. But I would say can't talk much about at least purple rain because i watched it like a couple times but i remember really enjoying it i'd say if we I, that's what we should do actually watch purple rain okay just chill watching that done pay tribute to prince
1: yeah
0: has it been three years already i think he's yes I think yes in three years
1: because mm-hmm. i was in hawaii Jeez. on a family vacation when we found out that's a bummer yeah
0: i think he had like third 28 38 albums Really? Yeah.
1: Whoa. He's
0: was constantly producing music. He wrote a song a day. Really? Yeah. Wow. Uh- I hope that's cr- true. <laughs> Just it
1: is. It is. It is. It is. True. Whether it's true or not, it's true.
0: Okay. The- Should we talk about Spice World now? Yes. The greatest film that came out in nineteen ninety seven
1: legitimately the only reason that we decided to do this two-parter was because you wanted to talk about spice world
0: i don't know why i wanted to talk about spice world because it's
1: a good movie
0: yeah it is it it, it is (laughs) it is a good movie uh i i think i shared this on the podcast or maybe i shared it with you like i liked the spice girls growing up and my friends tried to like flip me crap one time they're like you like the spice girls and i'm like yeah, I'm a guy like with the Spice Girls. <laughs> of course I like the of Spice course. Girls. I was like, yeah. No, but I liked their music, too. Don't get mm-hmm. me wrong. You're, you're giving me mm-hmm. a weird look, but I had, or my sister had both of their albums, and I would secretly play them in my room. Yeah. Spice World was my favorite, though.
1: Which they wrote at the same, or recorded the at the same time they were doing the movie. Really? Yeah. Um, and so then the movie became kind of, well, I'm sorry, the Spice World- Album kind of became the soundtrack to the movie, but it just happened that they were able to put those songs into the movie because oh, crazy. they would shoot the movie during the day and then record during the night.
0: That's interesting because uh, I was wondering why the soundtrack never came out, but they came out at the. Same but it day. was
1: yeah yeah
0: um, really weird cameo by Bob Hoskins.
1: There's so many can like good cameos though. Yeah,
0: yeah. The but I, yes,
1: Bob Hoskins.
0: He's actually one of my favorite actors. Um I just watched a movie with him on Sunday with him and Denzel Washington called Heart Condition. Okay. Totally early 90s movie, 1990, where Bob Hoskins, I think, plays like some racist cop. He's oh. trying to track down like Denzel Washington, who's like a sleazy lawyer, and he calls Denzel Washington the N-word in the movie. Whoa, yeah. Bob. And then um he gets suspended from the force for a little bit. And then during his suspension, he has a heart attack. And then the donor is Denzel Washington. He winds up dying that night too, for some reason. And so he can see Denzel Washington as a ghost
1: oh, and they're okay. trying to
0: find his like killer. And it's called heart condition. Oh, dear! And I was so interested in this movie. <laughs> I didn't finish it I got pretty far I think I had like 20 minutes left And I was like "Eh, I don't care Uh, But it's like a zero On (laughs) tomatoes.
1: What would you put The trailer Do you think
0: I I did try to find A trailer for this Oh okay I just didn't click on it So I give it about a zero Okay
1: okay Also a zero Yeah Man Heart condition Heart condition Mm -hmm. I've
0: never even heard of it There's a reason why We haven't (laughs) heard of this movie
1: uh um, yeah Richard E. Grant plays their tour manager, yeah, which he apparently only did because his daughter, who was nine, I think at the time, said he had to because she was such a big fan
0: uh is it that his name is it Dominic West I think that's his name he plays the photographer oh okay yeah he's he he he's a big actor now, I think that's Dominic West, I don't know, I don't uh Roger Moore. Patrick plays Moore. the chief
1: uh-huh um
0: one of the Meat guys Loaf who cheers is, is in it yes
1: <laughs> yes um meatloaf is their bus driver. driver yeah um there were there were just so many oh the, alan cummings is oh, yeah. the paparazzi the, guy yeah. or not the paparazzi guy the, he's like, like the report like reporter, like the reporter guy reporter. yeah
0: uh yeah, Alan Cummings is great. Okay. W- one of the worst things about the movie is the whole dance I never liked where the the soldier that army guy is teaching oh, to be- I never thought that was Yeah, funny.
1: when they're doing Okay, yeah, there are so many weird there's that, there's when they like run into the aliens.
0: The aliens is weird in the woods. What is this movie though? What is Spice World? Is it a spoof? Is it a
1: Um, I think it was just supposed to be a general comedy. Yeah. But it is also maybe kind of supposed to be like hard days night where it's just this is our life hard
0: days night meets star wars yes
1: exactly meets phantom at the The park
0: park. or like phantom of the (laughs) megaplex that was an awkward that was solid that was so Uh, solid yeah
1: (laughs) we had to cut there should we be transparent we had to cut there was a
0: there's yeah, there was a weird error <laughs> while recording, and there was a loud pop, and we were kicked off recording, so Jessica and I were trying to re- like
1: <laughs> We were trying to recreate a moment.
0: A moment, and it just, it just, it happened, it worked, okay? Like, it was great. Is that what we want to talk about right now? Or oh, no, we were talking about Spice World.
1: We're talking about Spice World. Yeah. Yeah, and then their friend went into labor. What was that That was that a about? big thing. I don't, again, I think it was just-
0: And then they have a fantasy them about be them being pregnant.
1: Yes. And they're all being
0: pregnant. It's yes. weird. Yes, I'm not knocking Spice World. I am not knocking this movie, but it's very weird.
1: I think I need to watch it again because it has been a really long time. But I think it was just supposed to, supposed to be a comedy.
0: Yeah. I, it, no. It's, Slash,
1: yeah. I do think that maybe it was very similar to... Oh, it was very similar to A Hard Day's Night because their tagline was So You Want a Revolution for Spice World.
0: Hmm, Interesting. And then it had the movie began with them running from their fans in black yes. and white. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Can I share something about A Hard Day's Night? Yeah. You said you watched it recently? Yes. Okay. You know that part where they're running? Yes. At when, the beginning? At the beginning? When yeah. George Harrison falls? Do you remember that? Oh. Like, he really biffed it, like, when they were I, running. That
1: was George. I thought, okay, I thought that was a fan. No. I thought that was one of the girls that fell, but that was him. That
0: was George Harrison. Like, he, oh. like, ate it. Dang. And did you know Phil Collins is in that movie? No. Yeah, he's one of the people in the audience at the end.
1: Oh. Yeah. That's cool.
0: Yeah, a little trivia for you. Phil Collins was in A Hard Day's Night. Who knew?
1: Wow. Phil.
0: Why do I know this? Philbert. Jess, I think that kind of wraps up the show.
1: I think so. Sorry
0: about that. I I wish I could have watched the Kiss movie. Like, I probably should have just did the report on that one. But... I was Oof. more. I don't think I could have. No. Survived that then. from
1: the sounds of it.
0: But ironically, Kiss did come back years later um, to make a movie with the Scooby-Doo crew, which was produced by Hanna Barbera. So.
1: So I guess they had no ill will toward Hanna Barbera then.
0: I think they're over it now. They're probably just trying to capitalize on Kiss still.
1: Mm. I would too. I'm. I really just need. I. I've said this many times, and I will say it many more, I'm sure. I really just need to get that one hit out there, you know? Yeah. Because that's all you need, and then you live off the royalties for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah. That's – So – Yeah, so are, are you talking about, like, coming out with a song, you know, just having that one hit, and you're just living off of that, and mm-hmm. then we, you know – We try to do the podcast and you're like, do you remember that one time where I had that hit song and that's all we talk about is your hit song?
1: No, because here's the thing. I think then it could be, I think that could catapult, catapult (laughs) our podcast because then it's like, and Trail Jess. Trail
0: Jess. Here's Here's Trail Jess with her number one hit song, Podcasting Popo. (laughs) I just got this idea of this guy who podcasts and he's a cop
1: <laughs> dude
0: yeah I'll write it I know that's a joke but we, hey that could be a show it could be a Netflix show they're buying everything now let's do it let's write a show called podcasting popo
1: okay done
0: podcasting popo meets the pope
1: done yeah All
0: right, we got it crossover <sighs> episode <sighs> All right, well that wraps this up episode i can't i can't even talk anymore just i'm so tired uh that wraps this episode up um we a, do podcasting uh, popo um podcasting popo uh i just want to thank our listeners again for listening to jess and i ramble about movies and how cool jess is <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i never get tired of that <laughs> so <laughs>
0: uh next episode uh not gonna announce it yet but it will be fun it's gonna be a good episode uh, i think it's i surprise. think we're gonna have a guest on that one we're gonna have a guest on that episode yeah yeah it's gonna be awesome. Maybe we'll have drinks too.
1: I'm always down.
0: I'm down too. So.
1: Alright.
0: Well, thanks everybody for tuning in to
1: Quarter for the Payphone. Bye. Bye bye. <laughs>